street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. How you doing? So, good. Hey, do you if I miss a chat? Yeah, if I miss for an interview? Go for man. Can I live stream and record? What's up? May I live stream and record it? Um, I, I'll tell you what it's about. You can decide. Sure, man. Um, I just ask random people that walk by if they've got if I miss a chat with me. And uh, we usually talk about like deeply held beliefs, like supernatural beliefs like God or karma. Okay. Stuff like that. And I just... I just want to understand why you hold it, why you believe it, and the reasons why. And I usually just ask questions. I don't, I'm not going to tell you what to think or anything like that. Okay. You want, you want to give it a shot? Yeah, All right, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. No problem. My first name is Anthony. What's up, man? I'm Johnny. Johnny? Yeah. Regular old spelling of it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, dude. So, uh, like I said, I just fly people down. Um, is there a particular belief that you really feel strongly about and think it's true? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I believe in God. I'm, I'm a Christian. Yeah. So. yeah. Believe in God. Have you ever wondered why you believe it? Why you think it's true? Yeah. I really? That a lot. Yeah. Do you ask yourself that much, or just every once in a while, or I is it a daily to, thing? Or I, I used to a lot when I used to doubt. Okay. About God's existence, but I don't doubt. You have no doubt. So if there was a scale where 100% was all confidence, no doubt, 0% all doubt, no confidence that the God existed. I'm 100% sure that God exists. You're 100% sure. Yes, sir. That's incredible. How can you be so confident on a belief like that? Because it's a belief, right? If you have doubts, you're not believing. See what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are all the beliefs that you hold at the hundred percent? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you believe you're gonna? Like, what, you're studying some classes here. I take it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm studying classes here. Yeah. And then, like, if you believe that you're gonna pass your classes, mm -hmm. um, are you saying that? I won't fail them. Yeah. Yeah. Really? For sure. Is everything that you believe at the hundred percent? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you see doubt as a bad thing? Doubt as a bad thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can be, but no, not all the time. Oh, doubt can sometimes be good or bad. guess so. Okay. Can you think of an example where, like, um, doubt would be a good thing in your life? And it doesn't even have to be about a God or whatever. Um, if you doubt, that leads you on the path, a, a, a correct path. You know what I'm saying? If you're in the yeah. wrong path and you doubt, that's going to lead you into a correct path. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Because obviously, if you're doubting the path you're in, is not completely 
satisfying you, you know what I'm saying? I see. I think I, I, I think I do. see the wrong route. So doubting is a good thing because it's going to lead you to something different. So in an example of you maybe studying for a quiz or a test, okay. how would doubt be a good thing in that instance? Like if you have, you have uh, all confidence that you're going to pass the quiz mm -hmm. and you have no doubt, in what circumstance would that situation be harmful or bad or detrimental to you in some way? How can it be bad? Uh, if you're doubting that you're passing the quiz, that's causing like stress on you. That's causing a uh, worry. You know uh, how, how, would, how would it be a good thing though? How would doubt how would actually... Be a good thing? Yeah. How would having doubt in that circumstance be helpful? think it's helpful in that way. Oh really? Yeah. Like I said, in some cases it is, some cases it's not. You know what, I'm what is it about this path that you that you found to God being a hundred percent sure that there's no more room for doubt at this point? I've experienced them physically. Uh, God physically? is a God of, of, of healing. He's a, he's a healing God. I've seen things happen. Yeah. Okay. Did the healings happen to you or to someone else? Someone else, myself, my family. Yeah, man. Okay. We've got about one more minute. If these situations where you observe people getting healed didn't occur, would you be lower on the confidence and would there be a little doubt in your life? No. No? So there must be something else that's keeping you at the 100%. The Holy Spirit. The Holy yeah. Spirit? You know what the Holy Spirit is? I think so. Yeah. The Holy, what, what the Holy Spirit does is it reveals Jesus to us. You know what I'm saying? Our standard of living is Jesus. But through the Holy Spirit, it is Jesus is revealed to us. Yeah. How do you know that for sure that the Holy Spirit is revealing Jesus to you? Uh, it says it in the Word of God. I believe the Bible is the only source of... It's the only true... The Bible is the most powerful thing in the world. That's what I believe. Okay. Because it's the Word of God. So you believe the Holy Spirit is being revealed to you through Jesus because it says so in the Bible, the book? I believe the Holy Spirit is revealing Jesus to us because it says it in the Bible. Yeah. Okay. Why do you have so much confidence that the Bible's true? The Bible has an answer for everything. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The answer to every question mankind can possibly ask is in the Bible? Yes, sir. Is there a cure for cancer in the Bible? Cure for cancer? Yeah, God is God of healing. What? God is a God of healing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's the cure right there. God is a cure for everything. Yet I think if we were to get in the car, Johnny, and head to the nearest hospital, we'd probably see lots of people you know, dying because of cancer. So for sure. How can you explain that if, if there's really a true healing in the Bible? 
how, how would you explain the people that are dying from cancer right now? I mean, some people uh, have diseases and stuff uh, because, I don't know, but hardships come through their life, right? Everybody experiences hardships. Yeah. And you can get good things out of hardships. You know what I'm saying? If we hopped in my car right now, and we're not going to do this, but if we actually drove to the nearest hospital, and there's probably a 12-year-old girl, you know, that may not make it through the night because she has cancer. Um, what do you think her parents' reaction would be to you saying that the cure for her disease is in the book? Uh, it depends on what they believe. If they don't believe in the Word of God, they probably uh, reject me. Be like, how could you say that? Look at my daughter. Whatever, you know what I'm if they believed in your God, their daughter wouldn't be in that predicament. Um, yeah, their daughter would be healed. Uh, but it's all—it's all what God wants, ultimately. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so even though the Bible has the cure for cancer, God would prefer that that 12-year-old die tonight because of it. If that is God's purpose, yes. God's purpose is not for Let me tell you something, man. The life we're in right now, uh, it's only temporary. This is not life, really. Life is eternally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. This life is temporary? Yeah, this life is temporary. Everything that, that is in this life is temporary. Did you get that idea from the book as well? Um, yeah. What do you find so reliable about a book? So reliable? Why do you trust it? Why do you think it's true? <laughs> because I have faith in that. I have faith in that book. It was. It's, it's simply the word of God. You use faith to be certain that the book is true. Yeah. We've hit our five. Do you have like three more minutes to talk about faith a little bit? Yeah? Alright, cool. Is everything that we've discussed, the healings, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Bible, the cure for cancer, this life being temporary, is all of this based on a foundation of faith? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It would probably be really important for me to understand what you mean by faith. Does it have a definition? Yeah, it does. Okay. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Don't do it. <laughs> so, <Sorry>, David. <laughs> <laughs> the assurance of things hoped for. Is faith hope? Faith is more than hope. How is faith different than hope? Hope is you're hoping for something to happen, right? You're hoping for something mm -hmm. without being sure that it is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Faith is like the assurance of things. Like, 
if you're hoping for something, it's gonna happen. Oh, that's okay. Oh, gotcha. So when you hope for something, there's a chance you may not get what you're hoping for. But when you use faith for something, you're always gonna get it. Yeah. Johnny, could you use faith to save that girl tonight? Yeah. You could? Yeah, not me, but the Holy Spirit, yeah. What's the difference? The difference? Me, I'm just a vessel, man. I'm just a, an instrument for God to use. You know what I'm saying? I don't, actually. No? Okay. God... Like, if faith works, if it's reliable, if you always get what you, what you use faith for, what's stopping you from helping that girl tonight? Nothing stopping me, actually. The only thing that can stop me is, like, maybe laziness, or maybe, uh... You know what I'm saying? But, that's... That's what faith is, bro. Are you saying, Johnny, that you literally could go to that hospital tonight and use faith and, and save her from dying and leaving her parents tonight? Yeah. Yeah, that's what God wants, yeah. Ultimately, it's what God wants. You know what I'm saying? What are you planning to do this evening? This evening? Uh, let's see. Today's Monday. I'm going to study uh, the Bible tonight because I will give a word on Wednesday. So. You're giving a word on Wednesday? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Uh, well, I'm going to give a message about the Bible. Oh, yeah. are you part of a group or something? Yeah, I'm part of a Bible study here. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of the group? Uh, Cornerstone Campus. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I met a leader from your group last week. What was his name? Or her name? Uh, it's a her, and I don't want to say her name right now. Okay. I'll tell you afterwards. But yeah, we just met out here, and she's with Cornerstone. Okay. I guess I'm still trying to understand how this faith works for you every time but in this instance of saving this young girl who might be dying tonight because of this horrible disease you just leave that up to God are you incapable of using faith to help to help her no 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 look I'm if I were to go to this hospital yeah pray for this girl yeah through faith yeah and God she can be healed yes she can be healed, or she absolutely would be healed. Like I said, it's all what God wants, man. It. I have. There is God. a there is a circumstance where maybe she would die tonight. Is that right? Yeah, if it's God's will for her to. If it's God's will. How on earth do you know that your prayer and this faith is working? If, if didn't happen, you would just say, well, up. That's up. It's up to God, anyways. It's God's will. How can you test this? How can you test this to be sure that it actually works in this manner? Appreciate your time, Johnny. Thank you, man. And if you want to meet again, or if you feel inspired to, to want to help with that girl, I will do whatever I can. I'll pick you up. We'll drive over there and give it a shot. But in any event, I would like to continue the discussion with you at some point if you want to take a few days to think about it. Uh, perhaps after you do your prayer thing on later this week or what was it, Monday or whatever you're doing it. Um, I would really love to run into you a second time and continue the discussion further. What is the purpose for this? Are, are you trying to see? 
seek something? I'm a seeker of, of sorts. Uh, I'm a seeker of truth. Seeker of truth. Yeah. Okay. And if you have the truth, Johnny, I want to know it. The truth is a Bible, man. That is all you ever need to know. But you're basing that on faith, are you not? Yeah, do you have faith in something? No, no faith at all. So you don't have hope for nothing? I have hope for lots of things. Okay. But I, I would never say that I would. I could hope for something that I absolutely had the assurance that it would come true. In fact, as we were talking, it sounded like even the faith that you use is quite similar to hope in that you could use faith. You could be assured that it's going to happen, but there's a chance that it might not because of God, because of Jesus, right? So I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe for you at least, faith and hope are actually quite similar. Uh, they're kind of similar, yeah. Because there's that element of it not happening, not coming true. Okay, uh, let's say I pray for this girl. Let's say I pray, God, that you will be done. Father, give her life. What if God's idea of giving her life is her being with him? You know what I'm saying? That's eternal life right there. He gave her life. Yeah, but it, with all respect, Johnny, it seems like you've, you've, con you've constructed this scenario where regardless of the outcome, whether she makes it through the night and she goes on to become the President of the United States, or she passes away at 12.06 you know, in the morning, you'll look at that as a success and not a failure of, of this test. Yeah. So I ask you again, why put so much confidence into a belief if you can't be certain that it actually works in the way that you think that it does. Why believe something that is not testable? I believe something that is not testable. I don't know how to answer that question, man. Would you take some time to think about it? Sure. I'll see you around. Cool. Have a good one, dude. Can I ask you what you believe? Of course. No beliefs? I believe in lots of things, Johnny. Okay. I believe that I'm holding a whiteboard right now. I believe that you have one of my cards in your hand. I believe that if you email me, I'll probably get the message. Okay. So you believe... I have lots of beliefs. You believe in what you see? Um, there are some things that I believe in that I haven't seen. Okay. Like, uh, what would be a good example? There's this comet that we landed on an asteroid. There's this, I'm sorry, there's this probe that we land. Okay. I, I need to turn this way because of the wind. We're going to get winded out here. My understanding is that scientists have sent a probe to an asteroid and it's sitting on there right now. Now, I haven't seen it. I've seen mock-ups of it. And I've seen animations of it. I believe it, but I'm not 100% sure that it's true. So I do hold beliefs, but I apportion my confidence to the um, to the claim to the unbelievability of the claim okay that doesn't seem quite that far-fetched for us to be able to do that in light of all the technology that we have and it seems like it's fairly plausible and I could probably go to the NASA or the JPL Center where they actually did that and, and get more evidence to support my belief so I do hold lots of beliefs yeah
What's your name, bro? My name is Anthony. Anthony, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I ask you, um, and you're not going to hurt my feelings, but what did you think of the talk? What did I think about the talk? It was a good talk. Uh, you asked me what I believed in, and I told you what I believed in. Um, you're trying to question why I believe this thing does not cause any doubt in me, or doubt in what I believe in. So yeah, it was a good talk, and I appreciate your time, too. And you spent some time thinking about it a little bit, you think? Uh, thinking about what, what, what we talked about. The testability of something like that? Um, probably not. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Does it make you uncomfortable to question your beliefs? No, but there's nothing to be questioned. Is there any harm in questioning your beliefs? There, there can be. Really? Yeah. This kind of goes back to our original talk about doubt, doesn't it? Yeah. Some doubt is beneficial, isn't it? Some doubt is beneficial, some doubt is not. Is this a situation where doubt wouldn't be beneficial for you? The reason I wouldn't think about this is because I just choose not to, not because it will cause doubt or anything. Well, thank you. I, I will think about this. I'll think about this, and I'll see what I can, what I can reply to. I think that'd be wonderful, man. Awesome, cool, man. God bless you, bro. Have a great day. He was talking quite low, but I'm really hopeful that you were able to watch that. Just when I thought the talk was over, it started back up again. That did start roughly because I screwed up on the whole benefit and disadvantage of doubt. I think my example was like, what would be an example where doubt was a bad thing? And then I switched it to being a good thing. If I'm not mistaken, I think I screwed that up. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I think I, I think I screwed that up. He said that he probably wouldn't give it much thought. I probably should have ended on the cancer thing one last time to drive that point home because as the talk continued, what do you mean by he's way down the road? Way down the road from the 100? Yeah, he struck me as doxastically closed. But I probably should have ended on the cancer of the little girl to drive that home. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. Thank you.